Hey everybody, Phil Vassar here and welcome to Songs from the Cellar, another best of episode. We're really, really excited. We've had so much, so much footage that we've done the last couple of years, so many episodes, so many artists, and so many great, great times we've had, and we're going to highlight some of them tonight. So here we go, Songs from the Cellar, best of, and go. We've had a lot of great stories in the cellar, talking about artist to artist, and this is a great, great story. Kix Brooks talking about his insane situation with the Rolling Stones, getting to do a show together. Here, listen to this. I remember hearing, said, man, Brooks and Dunn are playing with the Rolling Stones tonight. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, it was in Nebraska, right? And so in gotta, Omaha, yeah. Omaha. So, so tell me about that, dude. I, I got to hear about this. Not yeah. all of it, probably. Well, but yeah, this the, all all of it's too long, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but we a... did. It was cool, and I was real nervous because I had seen him play in Memphis that same year, t- taking my kids to see him. Right, and Ronnie and I are both huge Stone fans. Oh, so of for us, you know, that's the call. We we don't care if you're paying us or what. You know, right. we just yeah to get to say you open for the Stones. You know, that Hell was cool. Yeah. So anyway, we turns out we had a packed house, and they're singing <laughs> our songs and whatever. It's just it was just picture perfect and. We're back in the room, you know, really excited, and it just everything went great. And and their person shows up, you know, and says, "Hey, uh, the guys would like to um, come say hey to you before they go on, if, if you don't mind." I go, "You're kidding us!" And no, just one request, please, because um, they've had a lot of like opening acts and aunts and uncles, and everybody wants to get a picture, and you can't get your phone turned on or whatever. So the guys would really like to say hey, if you don't mind, you know, they. They like to visit. So we've got a photographer. If we could just, we'll take a picture, and then they'd like to visit with you. I go, oh, that's awesome. No, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's good for you, So too. we go down to the green room, you know, and we're standing there, and we look around. They turn the corner. It's the freaking stones. There's Mick and Keith, Ron Wood, Charlie Watts. It's like, wow. And they're they're real skinny. <laughs> which <laughs> no makes, doubt, man. It makes it seem like their heads are real big, you know. <laughs> I mean, they're in amazing shape. Oh, though. I know. You know it's they amazing. just are. Just, but it runs like 20 miles a day I or know, something. I'm blown away. And I, but they're short, too, you know. I was, they were just TV weren't as guys. big as, you know, they are on the, that 800 foot screen that they <laughs> have on stage with them. And anyway, but it was so cool. And they said, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> and they said, hey, you wonderful cage. You know, one of the best agents we've had. No one. It does song about the neon, the, the moon with the neon. They all singing along with us. Well, yeah, I mean, no disrespect, Mr. Jagger, but, you know, we played in Omaha more than you have. Right, right. And then Keith turns around and says, Sam, is that true? You've got seven guitar players in your band. I go, yeah, but only three of us know how to play. That's what I thought. That's what I So anyway, we take this picture, and it's all good, and it was just a great moment in time, and they're out of here, and... But I'd save confetti from the show. We got a nice write-up. I'm going to make a shadow box with my Stones moment. <laughs> so I start calling my manager about three months later. So, Clarence, where's our Stones picture? I don't know. I'll check on it. You know, a couple of months go by. Where's my Stones? I don't know. I don't want to bug him. I will bug him. I want my Stones picture. <laughs> he calls up one day. He's just howling. I said, what? He said, I got your Stones picture. I go, and? He said, and? 
Mick Jagger's about uh, four inches taller than Ronnie Dunn. I went, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, all of them are bigger than us in the picture. No freaking way. <laughs> I don't how does that work? I don't know. I want that they Photoshop grew. guy, man. Just <laughs> Dang, man. I love it, though. Dude, that yeah, is crazy, man. Stuff. I love it, man. <laughs> that was awesome. Now, don't go anywhere. We've got more from Songs from the Cellar. Be right back. You know, we've had so much fun doing all of these artists. Some of the greatest artists in the history of the music business have been in here. Hall of Famers. And I've loved having those guys. But also, one of the things I've loved doing is introducing you to some new artists we love. And here's one, Lexi Hayden. Hey everybody, thanks for dropping by the cellar today. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm excited about this segment uh, in particular because uh, there, you know, there's so much talent um, all over the world. I mean, we travel the world and see it. We have openers, we have uh, other acts in other towns we get to see. But Nashville, let me tell you, has, has so much um, talent that's bubbling under. And uh, that's why I'm really excited about this. I get to introduce... Uh, Lexi Hayden today. She's so sweet, and and uh, she's been here for uh, like what six months now? No, just kidding. I'm just playing. How long have you been? <laughs> You're right. How uh, long? Have you... Four and a half years, actually. So four and a half years. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about Lexi is she went to JMU, James Madison, mm-hmm. where where I went. So anyway, so so she's awesome. She's gonna do great. And uh, yeah. And uh, but I heard this. I heard this song, "Relit Cigarette." That um, uh, I, I just I just love it. I mean, I. Uh, it's it's really really great. Your voice is beautiful on, on this, and uh, it's just a stellar song. So tell me about this song, Relit Cigarette. So we, um, me and my producer uh, Derek George mm-hmm. and Monty Criswell, we mm-hmm. wrote this song over two years ago, and it was something that we knew was super special. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was always going to put this song out, um, and it ended up being the second single. Um, but it's the response to this song was just amazing. Well, it should be. Yeah. It really should be. I mean, I think that's the one thing, you know, as you, um, and I've seen you develop as a writer over the last several years, um, you know, you just have to keep on writing songs and writing songs until you kind of find your groove. And, yeah. and it seems like to me you're kind of hitting, hitting your stride right now. And, um, oh, and yeah. I, when I look at songs I wrote uh, when I first moved here, I feel like a completely different person. Uh, no. I can't even listen to them anymore. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, you know, you grow as a person and, uh, and, and you also grow as a songwriter and a singer. All these things as an artist and it, and it does take time sometimes. I mean, we're not, because I've had people say, man, you need to write another song like that. I'm like, well, I'm not that same guy anymore. I was yeah. 20 years ago when I wrote that song. And I think that's the cool thing about what we do, because, you know, your music changes right along with you and your personality in your life. And the people you write with. Like, when I started writing with my producer and he was bringing all these people in that were really challenging me as a writer, mm-hmm. I was getting way better songs um, because these people were really making me want to write the best songs right. and pushing me in the room. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I yeah. think you write to your level a lot of times, you know, you, mm-hmm. it's like any, it's like sports or anything, you know, you, you know, when you play tennis with somebody that's not very good, you don't usually play very well, but, but songwriting <laughs> is definitely the same thing. I, yeah. And, uh, and, and I love it. I've seen you grow a lot in the last couple of years. And uh, I think you should do this song for everybody. And I'm going to play it with you, right? Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Shouldn't know better, damn, I love that bar. There you were, full smoke rings in the dark. I didn't waste no time taking a dress. Guess a part of me still hooked on what we 
Lexi Hayden, Songs from the Cellar. One of the greatest, greatest duos in country music right now, and one of the hottest acts is Brothers Osborne. Amazing guys, TJ and John, amazing singer-songwriters. We got to do It Ain't My Fault here in the cellar. Definitely a highlight for me. Let's go back and watch that. It ain't my fault. Slow. Well, let's do the tune, man. I love let's it. Let's yeah. just do
Reason on my name, blame my name on my reason, blame my liking, and better on public education, blame smoke on the fire, blame fire on the smoke. The fight on the bounce of that couldn't take a joke, but it ain't my fault. episodes I ever got to shoot was with Vince Gill. Vince is one of my oldest, dearest friends in Nashville. And let me tell you, this guy, uh, he's not only one of the most talented human beings, but he's also one of the best human beings I've ever known. And we've had so much fun just hanging out together, talking, and just, uh, we had so much content. We just sat here all day and just talked. So we're going to show you some stuff we didn't get to show you the first time. Here we go, Vince Gill. You know, this is, um, you know, we're talking about music business and how, um, I mean, of course, Life humbles you as it is, but the music business is even worse. <laughs> uh, but but I was, uh, you know, I just had, this is when I kind of, like, 99, 2000, when I first, of course, the 90s, 80s, 90s, it was just, like, Smoke City, MCA era. We were talking about our record labels and how much was going on. And, and uh, you know, I just, I'd, I'd, I'd been here for a long time trying to get a, a deal. So I just had a couple of hits, and then my first singles came out, you know, had a couple big hits. So I'm going back home to do this little thing in my, in my hometown, 
and uh, and I'm getting off the bus, and this guy comes running up, Phil, Phil, hey! I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And you're not, Donna, get over here, it's Phil, Phil's here! I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm like, this is big big time stuff, right? So so he goes, and she's like, she comes over, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's all good. She's like teared up, and she grabs me by the arm, she goes, Phil! I said, hi, how you doing? She goes, do you know Vince Gill? <laughs> I said, Huh? <laughs> I said, what? She goes, I she, she loves Vince Gill. Please tell me you know him. She's like, do you know him? Have you ever been in the same room? And she was crying. I'm just like, oh, Lord. I'm just like, oh my God. She goes, I swear I love Vince. I'm like, yeah, he's a, he's an amazing he's guy. Right. But I was just like, it was like God going, see, you ain't nothing. <laughs> was, I'll tell you a good one on me. Was awesome. This this happened just a couple of years ago, two or three years ago. I was in <laughs> Out traveling with some, I think the time jumpers. We were out doing a bunch of dates and a band I play with here in town on it's Monday nights. And it's a swing band, it's big fun. And Ugh. so we're out there playing in the middle of nowhere in Amarillo. And uh, I decided to go eat this Mexican meal with this old buddy of mine that I used to be in a band with 40 years ago. So we picked this little place in the barrio and there's bars on the window and all this stuff. And <laughs> I go in there, we sit down, and the food is incredible and loving the meal. But there's this dude sitting across. You know, across the restaurant and overalls, the cowboy hat, toothpick in his mouth. And he's just eyeballing me, won't stop. It's just, <clears throat> man, it's just death stare <laughs> the whole time I'm in there eating. And uh, finally, we were done and we were getting ready to leave. And he kind of sauntered over and he said, Buddy, should I have been looking at you the whole time you've been in here? And I said, Yes, sir, I know. <laughs> and he said, I swear to God, he said, if Vince Gill were to put on about 70 pounds, he'd look just like oh, you. Oh, <laughs> no, he did not. He did. And I, boy, you picked me up. I, had a, I was on the floor. I was laughing so hard. No way. And I got up and I said, well, mister, I said, I did and I am. No way. <laughs> he never made the connection. It was me. He just left. And he just left? It was awesome. Yeah. Holy I loved it. crap. So yeah, everybody's going to get it at some point. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Good though. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like I said, it's God, God smacking you in the head a little bit. <laughs> Can you whistle? No, you do it. You do it. I'm terrible. Yeah. Oh, my Almost got it right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight on Songs from the Cellar. We've had so much fun just recapping some of our great times we've had here. We appreciate you. We love you. And thank you. And we'll see you again on Songs from the Cellar. Yeah.